Welcome to the seventh episode of the Department of Student Black Activities. I am the self-proclaimed moral compass of the show, Anthony Mahan. And uh, I'm the thing, Xavier Berry. And uh, I'm the motherfucker who just turned 21 for the sixth time, so I'm the youngest one here. How do you turn 21 for the sixth time? Wait, are you 26 or 27? I'm 21. I just, you old I just is what said you are. it. I just said 21. You just old, bro. No, that's not how that works. I said 21. This don't make sense. Let's All go. Right. I'm just going to let y'all know this nigga got a scully on right now that's folded three, four times too much. So, like, you could definitely guess that he's about 26, 27. Because only niggas that was fucking born in 1993 dressed like that. Um. <laughs> not not going to lie. You look like a like ghetto, fabulous civil rights leader. I'm, I'm just letting y'all know, if y'all see him in the street, don't fight him. Because any nigga that's still dressed like this in 2019, don't give a fuck about his life. That nigga crazy. I ain't come here to get roasted. I'm just saying that. I, this was not the plan. I could go home and go to sleep for all that. I got a girlfriend who roasts me. We good. Out here looking like Rafael De La Ghetto. You know what, yo? <laughs> I'm going to call ice on all y'all. I'm gonna get y'all y'all going to be the same cell with 21 Savage, yo. Shoot, give I us mean, like a cell phone, I'm, record some stuff. What real nigga quick? gonna put me back on my mom pussy, nigga? Like that's where I came from. Shit, I don't, I don't know where y'all gonna send me. Oh, I'm gonna keep the G. I was gonna say that I was gonna be the reason y'all got canceled on this show, but he just said some shit. <laughs> so, I think seventh episode just might be it. This might be over now. <laughs> it was yeah. nice while it lasted. Yeah, honestly, it might be. <laughs> so, uh, what are we talking about today? Sports. Okay. Sports. Y'all want to start with the Super Bowl, or the NBA trade deadline. The NBA traded that line. That Super Bowl was fucking trash. And no, this is not an invitation to start talking about the Super Bowl. We're going to leave it at that. That shit was fucking garbage. That's it. Enough said. Fuck the Patriots. Fuck the Rams. Whoever won out of the Eagles and Saints game should have been the winner of the Super Bowl. I'm going to say yes on that one, but I'm going to keep it G. The Super Bowl was ass for one reason, though. Like, I enjoyed it the first half, but it was really ass for one reason. The halftime was ass, and the commercials were so fucking bad, yo. For niggas who don't like, even though I pay attention to football, for niggas that don't pay attention to football, you really come for that right there. And that shit was so I, terrible. I agree. I agree. It was so I terrible. Agree. There was like three like, commercials that was good. It's it, like it was already like, and the thing is, it was already like not entertaining as is. And then they had the nerve to put fucking Adam Levine and the other guys on there. Like <laughs> that's that, that, yo, we being real. Maroon Five was never Maroon Five. It was always Adam Levine and the other four. Adam like, Levine and friends. You know, we don't even know who their names, what their names are. Like, you you know, can you name any member of? Maroon Five. Yeah, exactly. I didn't. I didn't know how who Adam Levine was until like Sunday. Oh, I, it was just oh, Maroon, Maroon, Maroon Five. My point exactly. Bro, I didn't even know who the main nigga was. <laughs> I thought Maroon Five was just Adam Levine. I thought he was just Maroon Five. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know why you call yourself Maroon Five, but that's it. Marketing crazy. I guess. I, yeah, I mean, it's fair to think that. I mean, like, because you know, I mean, six nine is like six nine, but he is one person. It's not like there's sixty nine niggas that rap on one track. Well, see, since, since we're already talking about the halftime show, can we talk real quick about how uh, Travis Scott really performed Sicko Mode and Dip? He, t- he took all that heat and all that backlash to do one song and then crowd surf. Yeah. Like, him crowd surfing at the end of that shit, like, that shit was almost worse than OJ the Juice Man's fucking double XL freestyle. I, like, I, this, I, nigga, I, this nigga I, really I, spit. I, I, he he spit say, I. four fucking bars. And had the nerve to top that shit off with A. <laughs> you are not, not allowed to say A at the end of a track after only spitting four trash-ass bars. I No, that's not respectable. We do not condone that shit. And that shit right there is this shit that we do not do. We don't do that. This nigga performed a fucking six-minute song for a minute and a half. And then you know what he did? 
He also fucking dick teased us by playing that fucking SpongeBob track at the very beginning of it, making us think they were gonna play Sweet Victory. Bro, this nigga stuck the tip in. Bro, he stuck the tip in and pulled it right out. <laughs> we wanted that shit. <laughs> we wanted the whole fucking thing. We wanted Sweet Victory by SpongeBob to play, and they didn't give it to us. They that's one. That's it. one way to put it, personally. But like, I don't think I got dick teased, but um, I was, I was a little upset too. I was right there with you. Nah, that, that's that's what they did. In this analogy, like, I feel like that's pretty much what everybody thought. My man really played that shit for two seconds and then gone. Bro, that shit was real disrespectful. For real, for real, they could have just sent Maroon Five and uh, uh and Travis got home and just put the whole sweet uh, uh bubble uh, what's it called bubble halftime show or whatever bubble bowl. They could have did that, yo. I'd have been bowl, happy. Yo, honestly, I'd have been happy. Honestly. That shit would have been fucking lit. But, like, Travis Scott, though, like, he, he, I'm saying, like, all that backlash to perform one song, like, was it worth it? In my opinion, yes. And why would you say it was worth it? I say it was worth it because, honestly, like, you know, from a business standpoint, when it comes down to, like, don't get me wrong, like, because I do doing stand-up comedy and, like, you know, shit like that, I always thought to myself, like, one thing I'll never do in life is sell out my people for the sake of, you know, a joke, you know? For the sake of fame, for the sake of money, I just won't sell out my people. Mm. Hence why, like, you know, I've been trying not to make as many, like, blank jokes as I used to. Because I just, like, I don't know, to an extent, I feel like I'm selling out my people, you know? Like, I'm using the fact that I'm black as, like, a crutch to make people laugh. And the thing is, what happens when I run out of black jokes, you know? And, like, you know, one thing that Lamont mentioned before, like, you know, in a group chat we were in, what he was saying, like, if you really think about it, like, you know... Not saying that white comedians aren't better, but it's like the thing is they really have to think and articulate themselves in a manner to be like to be funnier because they can't just fall back and be like, Ah, oh, guys, I'm black. <laughs> Laugh. You know. Uh, Walk like, to the corner like, store. I was only I was the only white person there. Yeah. Like, it was uh, awkward. Yeah. Like Kevin Hart, like here's the thing about Kevin Hart. Now one thing he does well is like like he doesn't necessarily play the black card, but one thing he does well is that he he plays the bitch. People love it when people make fun of themselves. Seth self-deprecating comedy is like you know especially on top of reference comedy those two mixed together is one of the most common things where people talk about themselves and he does it well but one thing he also does is like you know I'm not saying he's not funny because I do think he's funny mm. but like he's enthusiastic enough to convince you that what he's doing is funny because acting has a lot to do with comedy improv has a lot to do with comedy you know so if people see you up there you know moving like y'all can't see me right now but I'm moving a whole lot like acting in the way that he do like you could hear that shit, but like, it's they laugh because they see it. They see it happening. But when you actually go back and watch and like, don't pay attention to what he's doing. Like it's not really all that funny. Well, for for I don't think Kevin Hart really like a stand up comedy like comedian anymore. I think he's all about the movies and such. Like, like he has like crossover appeal. Yeah, yeah, like in my opinion, it's like the Jay Z type of thing. Like you got out of that sort of life that was like so appealing to everybody else for whatever reason. And now you can't relate to this no more. So like you can't do this no more. So like he like like you said, he make himself the bitch of the situation. So like he get in a movie like um whatever, ride along, and he be ice cute bitch for a show. Or for a movie, excuse me. And then he get on a movie with the rock and they be his bitch for a fucking show. Or for a movie, excuse I me. Agree. So it's like like and not he not really acting like a bitch. I'm just like piggybacking off the words you said. Um like but I think that's he, why he's so successful because he, he, he like, the do submissive that. role, you know. Yeah. And as a small black man, like, you know, that's funny to see. And for he don't I mean, without with, with a you know a few exceptions in his personal life, you don't really offend nobody when you make the joke about yourself. Yeah. So like. True. But I mean, Travis Scott sold out. If you ask me, though, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that one. Especially. Like he, like he did, he did sell out. But like him personally, like for from a 
like I said, from a business standpoint, like it's like, yeah, like yeah, I said, yeah. I would never want to sell out my people. But like one thing I think about all the time is like, you know, I want to be able to take care of my parents the way that like they took care of me and shit like that. And like, I'm not saying I'll do anything for money, but it's like, if I had the opportunity to take that bread now, like, you know, like I'd go for it. You know, my mom wants me to graduate, but guess what? If that means that I have to give up on a chance to like be able to like make you guys set for life, then I'm gonna have to, you know, I'm gonna have to pass on graduating. Because that's like that's not my lifelong dream essentially. Like it is, it's a part of it, but like I can always go back and finish. You know? So like the thing is with him, like taking like taking an intro to like, you know, like the business and music class, one thing that I learned is that the longevity of your song, like, you know, you get you keep getting paid, especially with streaming being like the main like, you know, service for like music now. Like everything used to come out of album sales, you know, years ago and the streaming became the thing. And it got to a point where, like, when streaming first started, what had happened was people weren't streaming as much, but they also weren't buying albums anymore because they could just listen to the album, like, one time on, like, Spotify on, like, iTunes, Apple Music, and shit like that. But the thing is, as the gears went on, streaming got bigger and bigger and bigger. People started uploading more of their songs on there. People started getting more money off of it because of streaming services. And the thing is, with you putting your song in the Super Bowl with like you featuring your song on the, f- on, on the Super Bowl you'll get so much money just off of that like just from even doing it in the first place but even then all these people that may not have listened to your music before heard it or anything like that now they know who you are oh bro I'm gonna I'm stop you right there bro I can yeah. promise you everybody who went to that Super Bowl is not listening to Travis Scott those old white men who was uh, <laughs> protesting uh, Colin Kaepernick is not listening to well, Travis Scott well they're probably not gonna listen to him if Adam Levine is headlining the Super Bowl halftime show I can promise you the people who was coming to listen to that is not listening to Travis Scott see well, he, yeah, he, I he, mean he, I mean, I do agree with that but like the thing is like it's, it's not even like a matter of like you know like pulling in new listeners necessarily but it's like your song staying relevant See, here's so the my thing th- is my fault to cut you off. Nah, yeah, you, I just want to finish this point real quick. All right. The thing is, like, it's not even necessarily to bring in new listeners, but like, let's say Sickle Mode got kind of burnt out, which it did. Like, in my opinion, Sickle Mode did get burnt out. Oh yeah. You know, honestly, I don't really think the song is all that great. You know, it starts off strong and then the flow just completely fucking changes because it's just the hi hats on it. Yeah, like, like for no reason, it's like a Michael Jackson music video. Like, shit just got shit got to the end. Like, everything was fine, and then it just got weird for no reason. Like, it didn't have to go that route. But the thing is, your song will always be in history because it was played at the Super Bowl. So if you go back to Super Bowl halftime shows, because that is a topic that people do, like, you know, talk about, that'll be something that's brought up. You'll talk about what has been the greatest, like, Super Bowl performance, what have been the worst Super Bowl performances. Now, I'm not saying his song was going to get buzzed because it was (coughs) part of one of the worst Super Bowl performances. But, like, (laughs) look at it like this. We talked about the XXL class before, right? Denzel Curry was a part of what seemed to be a pretty trash-ass class, but a lot of these guys are still relevant, you know? But the thing is, the problem with Denzel was the fact that he was in running to be in it for the past, like, three years prior to that, but he didn't want to do it until he could be the one shining in that class. But the problem was, he didn't shine because the class was really good or he outshined everybody else. He was relevant in it because that shit was so, like, people were saying it was so trash that... He made a name for like he made a name for himself because like people was just like that class is trash and they like well who was in that class Denzel Curry he was one of them you know and you know I guess it kind of sucks to be known for that like to know that you had like you know you were only known because you were part of a trash class but the thing is you know people will remember your name you know and when it comes to music you know people can go back you know to old like you know I don't even know if they make like 
Super Bowl like song playlists and shit like that. But like I wouldn't be surprised if that was a thing because guess what? That's more streams that he'll get if people actually do go back and listen to Super Bowl songs, and that's more money in his pocket. So aside from the 250k that he made, people heard the song again and people are listening to it again because they're caught on again. And now he's making more money. Like his shit went down, and then it went right back up because it was played at the Super Bowl. See, here's the point I want to make. See, like, I will always support the Super Bowl in terms of, you know, a spectacle and, you know, a big money draw. But whoever made the decision to have Maroon 5 headline a Super Bowl <laughs> halftime show in Atlanta over Travis Scott, I, I don't support you as a decision maker. You know, actually, I can't even be mad at it because Maroon 5 is a global thing. True. Travis Scott isn't as global as the other like when we talk about like thinking about the old halftime shows we usually talk about the headliners we don't talk about the people that like conjoin with them because like you can't even tell them like i can't even tell you for real for real so i'm not trying to call nobody out but like mm. no one can say who was helping out or who was there with justin timberlake last year or who was there with katie perry or not katie, yeah katie perry when she jumped off of the fucking uh tiger and uh lady gaga when she jumped into the crowd like we don't our Michael Jackson when he had one of the best performances. Like we don't know who else was there. So like he might get his bread from it, but like he's not gonna get nothing crazy. We're not gonna really remember that one song when when Maroon Five and his friends uh performed their whole album basically. Um But I don't know. I think like all money ain't good money. I think he like he finessed them. Don't I'm gonna keep a G. He he finessed them. He got two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for one song. And a crowd surf. Yeah, and a crowd surf. So like he definitely finessed them, but like all money, not good money, because he probably got two hundred fifty thousand dollars coming in damn near every day off of t-shirt sales or whatever. So like, all money not gonna change everything. Like he already put his family in a whole different life. He already did all the things he had to do. What that what that quarter of a million dollars gonna do today than the quarter of a million dollars he got already before? I know like you put it together, but I don't know. To be, I mean, to be like, I mean, I can I can agree with that. And it's like you know, from a history standpoint, like it's like don't get me wrong, I wouldn't want to be known as somebody who performed in a Super Bowl. But at the same time. Here's the thing, you that famous and you already making more than that on a daily basis. Like, two, like if we're being honest, he's not just making two hundred fifty k a day. He's making more than that if we be oh, real. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. Like, not even just from like, because people forget that he's a music producer. Yeah. You know all those beats and stuff like that. Like he's probably like ha- he's probably under contract with so many other people because he makes beats from that we don't even know about. And guess what? He's getting bread from so many other labels rather than just his own. You know, so like that's more money right there. You know, especially if that music does well. Yeah. And. On top of that, the thing is, the fact that he was even considered to be in the Super Bowl, though, is like, I think that's fine enough, though, you know? Because so even if people are like, oh, you never, like, he never performed in the Super Bowl, his legacy isn't great. Well, I mean, he was considered to be in it, so. Well, see, here's my thing about it. It's like, people running the Super like, NFL reached out to Cardi B and Rihanna, who said, like, like uh, you know, that they said they didn't want to perform because of the whole Colin Kaepernick thing going on. Like, I feel like the NFL just brought in somebody who was, like, in like I don't want to say in tune, but like relevant within you know the black community. Yeah, within the yeah. black community to be like, oh oh oh, like we have Maroon Five, but oh guess what? We are we also have Travis Scott. Tra- yeah. Travis Scott, come here, talk to him. So don't forget about them. <laughs> they wanted to be a big ass mayonnaise show. That's what it was. <laughs> and then they got Big Boy to go. Yo, I don't care. Yo, you know what's Big Boy was that? the sneaky one out of all of them because I didn't know he was gonna be here. Yo, yo me that came out of nowhere, bro. bro. And the craziest thing about Big Boy though, for one, people don't even know that Big Boy, who like who he is. And two, people don't even know that he's half an outcast. I was so I, I I I felt so hurt when people were talking about oh who's Big Boy? What's outcast? I'm like really? Oh, I'm gonna keep it G with y'all. Y'all can swing on me right now if y'all don't disagree. 
He not even a good half of Outkast. He's not. He's not. We're not going to make sure. I got to make sure. I got to make sure. Bro, I will say no hot take. I will fight anybody that thinks Andre isn't the best half of Outkast. If 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 we being honest, Andre was Outkast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 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 we're just not gonna talk about speaker boxes. It was it was just love below. Look, yo, got this new love below album. Like, there, there, there's some dude on the side. I don't know who he is, but I got, I got this new love below album. Like we said, he's not the good half. You know. Every time I see Big Boy, of course you gotta think about Andre too. Yeah. But I always think about that Key and Pill skit though. Like no, no matter what, bro. bro. No matter what, bro. <laughs> That nigga came in there. Look, look inside the pillow with your third eye, and all your problems will be solved. <laughs> he Man, said. He said. Oh, I knew oh you say God. some stupid ass shit like that. Also, <laughs> you gotta walk out. I, I, I was like to point out that we said we weren't gonna talk about the Super Bowl, and we ended up talking about. I for mean, the whole, halftime for show for like sixteen minutes. I'm gonna say we didn't even talk about the Super Bowl. Well, we talked about the halftime show for sixteen minutes. Tom Brady's the goat. Anyway, and I'm a no, Saints I mean, fan. No, I mean, nobody's gonna disagree with you on that. I mean, he said that he doesn't like being called the goat. He considers it cringy. So therefore, Tom Brady is not the goat. Honestly, he like, does not. He does not want to be called the goat. He is not the goat. If, if we're being honest, like saying Tom Brady isn't the greatest quarterback of all time is like saying LeBron James isn't the best basketball player of all time. Like, like honestly, I don't even think it's up for debate. If we're being honest, because here's the thing, and he still find a way to debate it. I don't understand how. Who? Sports TV oh, show. People, yeah, this yeah. is always a conversation on all. Tom Brady is the greatest of all time. Is, like, there's no yo, debate. If, yo, LeBron will cook the shit out of Jordan. I, I'm gonna keep it straight up with y'all. Bro, Today, bro, yo, back then, fifty bro, years in the future. People try to act like just because a game changed. Like, I'm mean, like, all right, on a personal level though. Like, are you serious? Like, Michael Beasley could have ran with those niggas back then. You know, and this cancer could have ran with them niggas back then. Y'all be calling people sweet because like they're actually playing smart to get fouls called. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't necessarily think flopping is a good thing, but at the same time, if you want to get fouls called, you got to sell it. If sometimes. you can manipulate the rules, you can use a use a genius out there. That James exactly. Harden step back, <laughs> yo, honestly. <laughs> that, that's now that's a little back. that's a little different story because honestly, the ref should have never called that walk on stuff. They should have never called that travel on stuff. Oh, have you peeped everybody else doing the two dollar and getting away with it? Yes, yeah. bro. What? I don't even watch basketball what? like that, and I'm peeping it. Hold up, there was like some Bleacher Report like uh, throwback thing of like Russell Westbrook walking with the oh, ball, bro, <laughs> in the ball, just walking. He looked confused as all hell when they called that. <laughs> like, wait, what? Bro, I love watching like, the background. Dude, you took that like five steps. Bro, he was just chilling. I love watching stuff in the background, bro. He's like jumping up and down, yo, yo. I'm like, yo, bro. bro with the with the LeBron thing, ho. I hate it because he's like, oh, if he played back then, he wouldn't last. Why not? Said look, J- Michael Jordan had to get bigger just to get past uh, uh, the bad boy Pistons. He bro, had to get bigger. LeBron was, was born that way. LeBron looked like a fucking center back then playing basketball, Facts. but athletic. So he could run past the Bulls and still get strong and actually get strong with them and not get a call to foul. Bro, Jordan, I mean, Michael, I mean, not Michael, my fault. Uh, 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 LeBron would have fucked around and average like 30 a game too, yo. To backtrack a little bit with Tom Brady not wanting to be called the GOAT, like, that could not be me. If, if, if people start calling me the GOAT, I'm gassing myself up <laughs> till the end of time. You be like, so? hey, y'all, uh, oh go over here, what's good? So, GOAT checking in. So, oh, my God. I would be insufferable. But, yo, that, that LeBron talk, though, like, he would he would really cook Jordan. Like, I don't even know why people sleep, sleep on that. Like, here's the thing. Jordan may have been the best player, mm-hmm. right? You know, statistically, you know, mentally, you know, all that shit. He may have been the best, right? But here's the thing. LeBron is the perfect player. If we're being real, since we want to make the argument, like if we're going to prove it right, I think LeBron is the perfect player. What is he, 6'9"? Something like that. 6'8". Yo, biggest shit, right? 
with guard handles, high IQ, right? How many how many big players you see like that with intellect like that with guard skills? Like I mean, like don't get me wrong, a point forward position has been an up and coming thing, which like you know the demand for like actual like true point guards has been less and less as the years go on. That's why your point guard is like six seven now. Exactly, like yo Ben Ben Simmons, Dante Exum. Wait, right. Ben Simmons is a point guard? Yeah, Ben Simmons is six ten. He's a point he's guard. Six ten, bro. bro. We had this argument before. He had guard. to prove me wrong, and I had to admit that I was wrong. Oh, Ben Simmons what? is Ben Simmons is a point guard. And like you know, I could, I could, I could explain that spiel to you right now too, bro. Ben Simmons is a tr- he he is a true point guard. Yeah, he's an old school point guard too, actually. Yo, like Dang. Ben Simmons is pass first. And here's the thing: the thing that makes him such a good point guard is that he knows when and when not to take shots. For one, Which he knows his strengths time. and he knows his weaknesses. Mm. You don't see him shooting unnecessary threes just because he's wide open. Like me and 2K. He's not going to hinder the like team. Real life. Like he, he's not going to hinder the team from, like, wasting a possession that he knows he's not likely to get a shot on, you know? Mm. He'd rather is a defender come out there and beat him to the basket, honestly. Because yeah. if he just runs in there with four guys into the court, that's not good business, you know? Yeah. He might get the foul, but at the same time, he knows he's also not a strong free throw shooter. He wants to take the best shot as possible. But on top of that, he his initial thought isn't to take the best shot that's possible. His initial, like, actions on the court is to get his teammates open for the best shot that they can take. And that's what makes him a really good point guard. He manipulates the defense in a way that no other point guard could because he's so big. If a small point guard drives, a man comes up and stands in front of him. Now he has to turn back. If you try to do that with Ben Simmons, he will get around you. And he's a phenomenal passer, and he can finish at the basket. You have to do more than just put a body in front of him. Because the thing is, especially with the team that the Sixers have right now, Mm. with Jimmy Butler, Joel Embiid, Newly acquired Tobias, Tobias Harris. Harris. Yep, yep. The artist you know? formerly known as Markel Folk. No. And <laughs> JJ Reddit. Like, that's a crazy-ass lineup right there. Bro, and I'm with a lineup like that, too, yeah. yo, with, with a lineup like that, for one, Joel can sit more. You know, Jimmy and Tobias can share reps out there. And, like, they'll be great with each other because, like, that combo right there, for one, they both play alike, but Tobias plays a little bit more bigger. Like, we actually have more. Like, our problem before was that we had too much depth at the guard position. And now the only guards we have is Shake Millen. You know, he doesn't really get that much play time. But Ben Simmons and TJ McConnell at point guard. For one, if TJ doesn't retire as a sixer, that's a fucking problem because he has done everything. Like, like that nigga cooked for the organization. and Like, he always comes in and he plays well. And, like, he fits the role that Ben Simmons has when he's out there. And he does it just as well, even though he's, like, what, 6'1"? He does that shit perfectly, you know? And like I said, with all that depth we have, like all those players I named, if you double-team Ben Simmons, one of them is open. And if one of them is open, they're going to get it. They're going to score. You know, Tobias Harris hasn't really – I don't think he's made an all-star game yet, but he has been a borderline all-star for the past few years. Like, ever since he's came into the league, he's been playing well, you know, averaging about, like, you know, 20-plus points a game. Yeah. And, like, even with rebounds, too, for, like, a 6'8", like, small forward, power forward kind of combo, you know? He's balling out this year, though. He is. He got, like, 43 from the three. Since we're on the subject of the NBA, this might not have been, like, the headlining trade of the, like, NBA trade deadline. But can we talk about Harrison Barnes for a minute? You know what, hold. I'm going to keep it funny, yo. Harrison Barnes, too. My fault to cut you off. But, so, here's the thing. I just want to talk about this before we, like, before we get into anything deep with Harrison Barnes' situation. Mm. Him and Paul Pierce have the same manager. And and the other day, like, you know, when Paul Pierce was on, like, you know, ESPN talking about it, he said that Harrison Barnes chose to play that game. So, apparently, apparently he was informed that he could potentially be traded that night. 
but he wanted to play. And they, like, I feel like it's very credible to say the least because, you know, they do share the same manager. Mm. So I don't think he was lying about it, you know. Oh. I, th- I just think the whole situation is just hilarious. Like, imagine, like, here's the, imagine if he didn't know and he just got traded during the game. Mark Cuban's tires get slashed before I leave. So <laughs> wait, no, so I hit box. <laughs> so what happened? Bro, I'm going to keep it G, though. I'm not even mad at him. Like, I don't even think it's that salty if you think about it. Because I think it has happened more times than we think. Uh-huh. I think it just got released during the game, which was fucked up. So, like, if the announcer said it, it's like, oh, like, Harrison Barnes drops a bucket. Say, oh, and by the way, he's just been traded. That's fucked up. No, like, that's should, fucked up. I'm actually hearing that over the PA system. Bro, right, you coming out, do, do, do. He's got traded. Hey, yo, so what happened to Harrison Barnes, honestly, is when you, like, get up to the fucking cash register and you've been checking your fucking bank account all this time and your shit says like $20, $20, $20. $20. Then you get there and then your card get declined and then they're like, your car got declined. They say that shit all loud and it's like, damn, nigga, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> keep your voice so, why are you so loud? But also, Harrison Barnes can't even be mad though because he got traded to a better team. The Kings is ninth in the East, in the West. So he got traded to a team that can potentially make it to the playoffs. I'll be okay. I'll be skipping out the gym. Dang. See, Here's the thing about the Harrison Barnes situation, though. I like I just can't go over like if I'm in that situation and I find out I'll get traded in the middle of the game, I'm shooting threes. I'm playing I mean, if the knew, whole game. If he knew before, then I don't know why he didn't do that from the rip. Like honestly, I can I'm running up the score, everything. Yo, I can imagine that the coach sat his ass on the bench because he probably went out there doing. <laughs> he chose to play because he was gonna be like, all right, fuck it. I'm doing three sixty ducks at everything. Bro, as soon as they pass me the ball from like as soon as you get the tip, bro, half court. Half court. Bro. <laughs> Throwing that thing right up. Air ball, fuck it. I try it again, though. Yo, like, uh, and I'm not playing no defense either. I'm for it. I'm for it. <laughs> bro, I'm launching everything. You're going to see Harrison Barnes from when he won the chip. Bro, I'm I'm snapping. Uh, oh, my goodness. But, right. yo, like, I think one thing that we should talk about, though, that mm-hmm. I think is an interesting point that I thought about with Harrison Barnes. Uh, have, you gotten no- have you guys noticed mm-hmm. none of the Warriors players played well after they left the Warriors? Bro, Bro, that's how we get with anybody who win a chip. Honestly, yo, you look at the you look at the Patriots, yo. Darrell Revis leaves, he gets a chip, leaves, goes back to the Jets. I mean, obviously it's the Jets, so like that's not saying much. But he don't do nothing. Think about anybody who left the Patriots. Danny, Danny Cooks, Amendola, Deion Lewis. Like you get exposed after you win because you'd be like, oh, like Bill I'm the Belichick reason. system. Like yeah. also, like you get carried a little bit from time. Like yeah. like long as you do your job a little bit on defense. You know, you can push the way the rest of the way. Like, see, here's the thing. Like, I understand the NFL being a business and, like, people trying to get the most bang for their buck in the big money contract. What if I had to choose between getting, like, you know, the most money possible and ring chasing with Tom Brady? (laughs) I'm getting my Super Bowls. Julian Edelman and and Gronk are already three-time Super Bowl champions. Mm -hmm. Like... I will forever spend the rest of my like I will I would kill to stay on the Patriots. I would ring chase with LeBron for like or not LeBron. Ring chase with Tom Brady until the end of time. I'll ring chase with LeBron too. Bro, there's an offensive lineman who's played with Tom Brady seventeen out of his or eighteen out of his nineteen years, I think. Mm. And he has gotten every single ring with Tom Brady every single time. Bro, I'm that man right there. You don't gotta say my name. You don't gotta know who I am. The people in my city can know me, but I got six rings too. Yeah. Thank you very much. Like even in NBA 2K, my career, anytime that I'm uh, like what you call it, anytime that I'm um, what was I gonna say? Like playing 2K, my career, I will happily ring chase with LeBron. Mm-hmm. So, bro, no cares, no no fucks, no nothing, bro. I think I, I think like two, 2K, my career, I went to the Timberwolves. I got drafted to the Timberwolves. Won a ring with them. Had, like, wanted to get my contract extended, 
they weren't giving me the VCI one. And I'm like, hmm, where do I want to go to? What team was LeBron on? Oh, the Cavs bet. You know <laughs> Say no more, send me there. I'm actually not going to fraud. I put the thing on rookie and I go to the ass team and score 70. So. <laughs> you got a pocket. You a grown, <laughs> you a grown man. I don't care. I'm trying to get my VC up. My so little brother do shit like that. Ass. Yeah, I mean oh, it is what it is, option. honestly. I, like, huh? I gotta get mine. <laughs> shit. I'm trying to be the next LeBron. I'm trying to average seventy points a game. Yo, my little brother used to do shit like that though. Like my nigga would be like he played for the Miami Heat, right? With Brian Wade, you know, Mario Chalmers and shit. This is back like Mario Chalmers. 2K thirteen and shit, <laughs> right? He's still alive, but RIP. Why would this nigga be about to cry because he ain't score 100 points? No, no, no. no. We, we, we talked about this on another podcast. Do you know how hard it is to get up to, like, get near 100 points? I think I had, like, 98 one game, and then I got pulled out for the rest of the game. I was upset. You couldn't tell me nothing. You was a grown-ass man about to cry. That's what you was. I wasn't grown. I was younger. Here's the thing. Like, I, I, I stopped ball hogging with points. No, here's the thing. Like, as I got older, I stopped, like, just, like, scoring like crazy and started getting mad assists. I broke the assist record with, like, I think, like, 33, 34 assists. Bro, I have never felt so disrespected by you until that one time you sent us a snap of you trying to break the Suns' single-game assist record. I did. Bro, I was so disgusted with you. I did. I wanted to tell you to just go shoot the basketball, nigga, and stop passing. I think I had, like, 15 points and 34 assists. Like, it's like, dog, like, fuck is you playing basketball for if you just going to pass? Bro, if if it's real life, all right, cool. You play two K. Your teammate grade is higher when you like get assists than right, you score points. So you points. got it, my nigga. You so got an a, You got an A plus. <laughs> was pushing an A plus since the second quarter. And was still passing the ball. But I wanted the record, <laughs> right, bro. I, you, got, you chose to do that. I, had I no wanted sympathy. to break the record. I, I think like I have the record now, like at like thirty five assists, and then a couple days ago I ended up like third all time in assists, mm-hmm. or no, like third all time in uh, assists in one game. You, play, you gotta be bored of shit in the crib. No, I've never much, played two K more than to one break season, a season, bro. multiple seasons. Though. Bro, I've bro. only played half a season to be real oh. with you, yo. Bro, you just have a nigga who play a uh, GTA and stop at the red lights. <laughs> yeah, yo. no. I'm not gonna fraud no. though. I've done that once before when I was really bored, yo. Yeah, no, like, no, that's how everybody gets playing, bored like that. You start playing that shit like real life, like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I mean, <laughs> I I'm, not, I'm, I'm not saying I'm gonna be running around fucking stealing like you know strippers and shit like that to get my money back, but like you know, sometimes you wanna, <laughs> sometimes you wanna play the game like real life, you know. <laughs> so you just change your never... real life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you be running over all ladies in real life to get the money? No, it's not just the ladies that got the money. I'll be running over niggas too. <laughs> I run over everybody. Ain't no discrimination in these wheels. <laughs> Equal opportunity manslaughter. Bro, I'm saying. Everybody first, of all, catch this. first of all, I don't even got my license. So if I drove in real life, I'd already have five stars. <laughs> right. So, they gonna bring the tanks up. Bro, I'm <laughs> saying. The niggas outside the little, uh, the Jeeps and shit looking, shooting bro, at you, bro. That's shit. I'm not with that shit. What the fuck? Oh, since we on the topic of GTA though, and I know we're not trying to, that's not on the outline or nothing. No, no, no. Nah, 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 we, we, we talking about whatever. We be talking about anything on this joint, bro. Yeah. GTA it's all is the only game who has ever made me sweat. When you get to five stars, bro, like legitimately getting away from these niggas can really be hard as no, shit. No, 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 bro. It was super easy. I legit be sweating, bro. It was super easy in GTA Four. It was super easy in GTA Four. Like I think I think it used to be like six stars. You could do whatever you want on six stars. You felt like the man felt invisible. GTA Five, the cops turned into demigods. Bro, them niggas. They are SWAT. They are no fuck SWAT. They are Navy SEAL, bro. They are dangerous as fuck, bro. Oh my god, I get, I legit start sweating, bro. I'm not lying to you. You get shot in the leg once and lose like seventy percent of your health. I'm gonna be honest with y'all, niggas. Y'all don't know true terror like that. Like when it comes to being chased by people in a video game, until you play Skyrim. Oh, or, no, I'm straight. Or any Elder Scrolls game. That medieval shit. Yo, listen. First of all. They don't even got radios for niggas to be like, yo, that motherfucker's coming to get town, like, you know, northwest of here, so, like, be on the lookout. Nah, 
I remember one time I'm playing this shit, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just running. The battle music start playing, and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't even see nobody. There was no, there was nobody near me. Uh-huh. All I heard was dun, 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 dun. And I'm like, huh? Like, what the fuck is that? There ain't no dragons in the sky. There ain't no fucking demons running around. It was just me. And then I hear somebody yell out, Father Thalmor. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> and then I remember it. I had killed somebody. <laughs> I killed some, but the thing is, I th- I thought I did it in secret. It, I was doing a mission. I was with the Dark Brotherhood. Now, I'm gonna be honest. I should have been arrested from the rip. Any if anybody found that out, I assassinated niggas for a living in that game. That was my life. But guess what? I hit him in the in the fucking water. They wasn't supposed to find his ass. Now how they found him, I don't know. And how they know I did it, I don't know. But guess what? You know the craziest part about that shit? What? When I looted these niggas to take all their shit, because I mean you're not gonna kill me and I'm not gonna take your shit after that. Like you you're not gonna try me and then like not get fucking burnt for your shit. You know, I mean, first of all, you already dead, so you ain't got no need for it. You know, they gonna find you undecent. Whoops, my bad, nigga. Why are you taking his clothes? Hold on. <laughs> because right? I can wear that shit. They give me plus five magic. Fuck you, me. What? But yo, when I was looting them, there was a letter, right? And I'm like, what the fuck is this? I opened that shit up. You know what that shit said? This is out like this is like the wanted poster to get Xavier Barry of like the so and so. And I'm like, yo, how the fuck they know? Yeah, hey, yo, Pe- people time? snitching Skyrim. Bro, yes. <laughs> they, will, they, will, they send niggas to get you, and you know, and it's like when you when your like notoriety goes up, you walk into towns and niggas know that you're like, out you're like wanted. They will literally fight you as soon as you walk in there. Like oh, you walk sight. in there, and they're like, "Hey, I know you." Niggas pull out the swords from the rip, and they start chopping at you. I'm gonna tell y'all the worst I've ever had it. Hmm. I decided I wanted to be a werewolf, right? I wanted to have that power in the game. Because it's like, yo, I can't do that shit in real life, nigga. I, so I wanted to do it in the game. I mean, if you're a furry, you can do it so, in real life. All right, you got to right, yeah, you you chill. Bro. <laughs> I know we on Champlain campus, but like... Uh, I'm yeah, sorry if any furries yeah. is listening. We, I, I, You cool people, but you got to go. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know about all that. But the thing is, right, I have found out that the girl that I made in the game, right, that if I had killed the Hold nigga. Hold on, pause. Let me just interrupt you for a second. Mm-hmm. When you listen to niggas talk about video games, they talk about it like it's so real. Like, nigga, I feel like this is your life, bro. <laughs> this is the bro, girl I married, was, bro. Bro, it was. This, I just thought I really out here with so, Let me tell you, there was this Jonah this rifting in your shoulder, right? A little bad John. Like, don't get me wrong. She was just a picture, but she was kind of cute. So I was like, you know what? I think I can marry her, you know? I'm just going to marry her to like, you know, and it's crazy because I've done this before and now that I'm about to say it, I'm like, damn, that was kind of fucked up. But I had married her because the thing is, that means that I would have a home and that also meant that I could like loot my shit and like put it in the chest there, you know. So I decided like, fuck it, that's what I'm going to do. So when I found out that, you know, if I killed the nigga that ran the inn because she worked there, then she would inherit the inn herself. So what I did was I decided to take part in that shit. Like, I'm like, you know what? All right, I'm going to fucking kill him tonight. So I go upstairs inside the inn. I rent out a room. When I got up in that fucking room, immediately, right, they like, this is a full moon tonight. And I was like, all right, bet. <laughs> it's time to go. <laughs> yeah, it's turn- my time. Yo, I turned into a werewolf. I opened the door and went right downstairs and started <laughs> fucking him up. I start, yo, I started dicking him, yo. They, they, he was not ready for that shit. But the thing is, I don't. Th- I think I had to kill him in a specific mission, so that nigga was not dying. Like I did end up killing him because like I, I bit his head off. But what happened was, the thing that fucked me up the most that I that scared me is I didn't tell y'all, but the initial time when I turned into the werewolf, I immediately heard somebody go, "There's a wolf in here, nigga!" I locked the door. How the fuck you? <laughs> and guess what? I killed everybody in that town, so niggas wouldn't know. <laughs> and guess what? 
one of those niggas that was in the town left and went to the next joint. I thought I killed everybody, but I was wrong. So when I go outside and go to the next one, they was like, he's here. Yo. Yo, and I got fucked up. I had to save the game. (laughs) I had to quick, I I, I quick save like three different times before I killed them just in case. You know, after I killed them, just in case. And, you know, one more time just in case that he was actually the last one. Bro, I'm done. Yeah, he really talking like he lived this life that this actually happened. Nigga, I did. It did happen. It happened in the game. If any girl ever come to me and say, "Oh, you pretend these video games are so real, you take it so serious," because it is. Listen, I was really out here winning championships with LeBron. Bro, this shit is real, yo. Yo, It's too real, like dog. Y'all can't. You can't tell me that, like you know. Me doing like my fucking plus fifty magic don't mean shit in real life because it does. Me and Carl Anthony Towns go way back. <laughs> That's I don't home. care what nobody says. These boots that I got on now got plus five, you know, uh, dexterity for me, so I don't slip on the ice. So I'm a, I, I fraud to y'all not. I be going to work sometimes, and if I had a bad game in Madden, yo, I, and I get oh, bad too, but I go to work oh, and oh, I got I'm having a bad day, and I be sitting there thinking yo, about, bro, yo, I'm about to yo. trade these niggas. Yo. Oh, <laughs> so everybody is gone. I be at work punching the air. That shit. <laughs> Mad as shit. Hey, fuck this, bro. And I be trying to do blockbuster trades. I'm about to get everybody from Odell Beckham, bro. Say, like, take the whole. That's squad. how it be when it gets to the trade deadline. I'm getting rid of everybody, bro. I, I, I turn into Bill Belichick when it comes to Mad is like, if you don't fit my system, you gone. <laughs> it's my system. Oh, no, your no contract's expiring. Goodbye, bro. bro. I'm trying to be Magic Johnson with the trade deadline for AD, bro. I'm just giving everybody away. <laughs> Say, you want 16 players for here. one? You're okay. Here. You out here tampering and uh two. <laughs> Bro, no fucks about to have Adam Silver send you an email. Mm-hmm. He said, like, "Hey, you can't do that." Bro, if you ever get to text Adam Silver on the jump, bro, just distance off. Can't do that in the game. <laughs> so I see you tampering. That's a three hundred dollar fine. Bro, I'm not gonna fraud though. When Giannis said that shit, even though I barely understand Giannis sometimes, I was that, that was the funny, fuck up, bro. That was, was funny. Fuck he up. said, "He said you're tempering." Tempering. I don't fuck with Giannis either, yo. Like he he a baller. I give him that. He ball. He also like seven, like eight. So like that's he, not that hard. The all star team he put together bro, was I very questionable. He, he might knock me the fuck out. I'm gonna keep it. That nigga talk. I'm not really gonna get close. But I think he low key a bitch though. It's you saw him with this cancer guy in his face. I mean, the thing is, you gotta look at it like this though. Like, don't get me wrong, niggas get mad and all that. But it's like, I don't think like what game was that? The same game where uh, Mario Hazonja like dunked on him and he got him back. Was that all the same game? If it was a different game, then I could understand why he wouldn't. Because for one, it's like. It's not really, like, it's not his beef. So it's like, I don't give a fuck what. Like, because don't get me wrong. If a nigga got on my face, like, if Ennis Cancer got on my face, like, yeah, I'd be upset. But at the same time, it's like, for one, it's a close game. We don't need text right now. I'll let him have it himself, you know. If the ref going to call a tech on somebody, it's going to be on him. I'm not going to be out here doing something dumb because, like, I'm upset. You know, you got to look at it like that. Like, don't get me wrong. I'd, like, I'd put my pride aside to win a basketball game, you know. Oh, every single day of the week, yeah. Like, Three seconds left and a nigga take a swing on me. Guess what? I'm not swinging back. You want to know why? Three free throws right there. <laughs> we about to win the game, man. <laughs> Thank Fuck you. you talking about? <laughs> we about to get this W. And guess what? I'm going to be right outside their locker room. Ah, y'all niggas lost. <laughs> bro, no. See, the only reason I don't fuck with him, yo, is because the person he said it to, bro, he's like, I'm going to punch him in his nuts if you dunk on me again. I'm talking about Mario Hazonias, bro. Out of all people in the world. That's nobody. He that's know nobody. That just sounds like a random person. The thing, person is, the thing, is, like the thing is, he know Mario not gonna do shit. Like, he said that to somebody like Russell Westbrook or like you know, like somebody who was really about that. Like, yeah. like I'm trying to th- Joel Trevor, Trevor, Trevor Ariza. Don't say that to Trevor Ariza, bro. Bro, Just, Trevor Ariza was trying Carson to Butler. Or, bro, uh, I say his name right. Karan Butler. Karan I mean, Butler. Karan Butler. Don't say that to the wrong. Gilbert Arenas. Bro, I was Yo. Like, that nigga pulled a strap. <laughs> <to the fucking. laughs> My man pulled that shit on his teammate. If you think he won't even think twice about pulling that shit out on you, what? 
Bro. Fucking wrong. Say, give me the real probably get away with anything he said to me in the middle of the game, bro. <laughs> I'm about to call them niggas up after the game, bro. Yo, facts. Call your boys up at halftime. Be like, yo, bro. this nigga got a little problem with him. Somebody going to Somebody go slash his tires, make sure he don't get nowhere. You got to have that fall, man. Yeah. But, yeah. yo, it's a great show today. Hey, we, we, we covered a lot today. <laughs> a little too much, though. We clock, what is this? 40, 40, 40 minutes. minutes. Yeah, yeah, we're clocking at 40 minutes. God damn. Will this be a two-parter? Find out when the show gets uploaded. No, it'll be a one-parter. The intense. Okay, never mind. All right. Well, no, we could. Well, I mean, we could like break it up and talk about video games and shit, like how niggas interpret video games in real life. Like we can talk about how a nigga ain't telling a story unless he making sound effects. So when I'm telling y'all about Skyrim, and I'm like, yeah, so I ate that nigga head off, and I was like, Argh. you know. Is it that? I thought she was about to say ass. <laughs> I thought the oh, same bro. thing. I mean, I, I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't ass like that one time, but like you know, in a video a, game, that's a story for another day. No, what video games video did you game. play? <laughs> First of all, I know y'all niggas not talking because y'all play GTA. Last time I checked in Skyrim, you I can't go inside the fucking you know in and like you know have a stripper with titties in my face. But you sure as hell can do that in GTA. Don't ask how I know because I seen you guys play the game, so I ain't trying to hear that shit at all. Can't eat ass in GTA though. You could try. What's what's up? What's up? A mod? You I'm about be playing? To say, this mod crazy. <laughs> Must be that new GTA. You talking about some GTA San Andreas? Yeah. All I'm saying is Lamont. Lamont didn't Andreas. fix the Scully after we called him out the first time for it. So uh, be careful when you see him. Well, I ain't fixing shit. Well, I guess it's time to wrap up the show. I am the moral compass of the Department of Student Activities. Anthony Mahan signing out along with. I don't know what I'm supposed. Like he called himself the moral compass. I, I'll, the thing. You are exactly. literally the opposite of that. <laughs> I do have morals though. Maybe not a compass. Like it's not as clear, but like I do have it. It's like I'm a the, nigga with the compass. It's like the invisible ink letter. Yeah. Lamont, thank you for joining us today. We hope to have you back again very soon. Hopefully. I hope to get y'all canceled. <laughs> That's actually my goal. Nani. All right. Well, I guess there is one thing left to do. Year. Year.